Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of The Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. With Daryl Scott, the director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office. Daryl says he's going to break the news again today. We'll get to that, plus a lot of your phone calls and a lot of questions. Daryl, thanks for being on. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You know, I know you've got some breaking news and, uh, and, and some help for folks, but right now, we got a full load of callers, people here in Delaware, who are having trouble okay. accessing their benefits and have questions. Can we get to them first, please? Absolutely. Let's go. All right. Let's get right to uh, Florine. Hey, Florine, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Hi, Rick. Hey, Florine. Hi. Well, my question is, um, so I have been um, on unemployment, and my claim is with the claims deputy. And um, when I call... They say that, you know, um, it's being reviewed, but it's being reviewed over like a month and some week now. And it's like I um, work for a school bus company. So right now we're in a subcontractor. So we can't, you know, we have to, our only needs is unemployment until we start school back, you know, unless they got summer work. So what am I supposed to do in that situation? Well, when did you file your claim, Florine? Um since the week after Easter, and we just found, I just saw the new claim Monday, as of Monday, my last day of work was Friday. Okay. So one is because of the backlog, we, we're, we're still reviewing claims that were filed in March. And then one of the things we're going to talk about today is the fraud that is adding in additional reviews uh, to things. But, Florine, if you'll send Rick an email at rick at wdel.com. We'll just look to see where it is in the queue and, and if it's been assigned for somebody to uh, to review. And then just real quick, you reopened your claim. Did you go back to – you filed a claim and then went back to work and then um, and then filed a new one, correct? Right, as of Monday, yes. Okay. And my question – my other question I wanted to know, not to mean to um, cut you off, if we filed a new claim, like, say, I thought – um, so – when I go to um, when I go to file like my initial claim, is it going to be held up because the one that's already held up in April? So all my claims going to be held up from there forth? It will be, but one of the things I'll check is when we review your claim from April, um, if you've got another claim, then they may be able to resolve all, both of them at the same time, right? So it's not like you're going to go through the process and then and then wait again. So let, let, again, shoot Rick an email and let us have somebody take a look at it. But um, the the new claim will, if if there's a separation issue with your first claim, yes, it will it will hold up the second claim. All right, it's Rick, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com, Florine. Good luck, and keep in touch, okay? All right, thank you. All right, take care. Thanks so much. Uh, let's get to Kevin. Kevin, so I had a Daryl. Hey, Daryl, how are you doing today? Okay, Kevin, how are you? Good, good. I'm on PUA, and um, I said, you know, it's a new work requirements this week. Um, yep. I, I did my, you know, my certification, and it asked me about, you know, do I do a work search, and I did do the work search last week. But okay. uh, I haven't seen a payment process is there a specific like when i hit yes when i said did i actively seek work yeah nothing nothing came down to ask me any questions <laughs> like, well, 
Right. So one, I appreciate you bringing that up. It's one of the things I was going to talk about. So the, the, the functionality that was put in place for this week was simply, did you look for work, yes or no? And um, later this week, they'll put in functionality for next week that will ask you some additional information. Now, your claim, we, your claim wouldn't be on, when you answered yes, your claim shouldn't be on hold for that. But, Kevin, if you'll, again, send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L.com, let's just have somebody take a look at it and see if it's on hold for some other reason. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, because I was expecting, you know, I did the, I've been on job blank, and I did the, you know, the search, and I had, you know, applied for a job, but I haven't heard back from them. And, like I said, not, I was expecting, a, you know, something, and they, is that how it's supposed to work when you are on job blank and you do a, a search? Does that automatically let them know? Well, you, like you said, it's going to change this week, so I'm going to actually have no, to. No. So, John, if you do a job search on JobLink, it doesn't automatically report to the UI system. So when you when you certify each week to say, did you look for work, yes or no, when you say yes, it should ask you for some additional information, the name of the company, contact, and, and the like. So you should see that um, you should see that this coming Sunday. Okay, yes, I was expecting that this week. Okay, I'll shoot you an email then. I appreciate thanks, Kevin. It. Thank you. All right, thanks, buddy. It's uh, 302-529-1017. And uh, on the phone is Daryl Scott, Director of the Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office. Let's get to Christopher. Christopher, say hi to Daryl. Good morning, Daryl. Good morning. Uh, Daryl's fine. Rick. <laughs> Daryl's all that really matters right now. That's cool. Don't worry about it. Really, uh, what, what matters here is uh, what's going on with you? Well, sir, I uh, was working at a company in New Jersey up until uh, the uh, – 14th of December. I was laid off from that because of the uh, COVID. They were starting to have a huge ramp up, and uh, so they uh, they laid me off. And uh, I filed on 12-7. I was advised that uh, my uh, payments had been approved, and then you know for a couple of weeks I didn't hear anything. So I called in to find out, uh, you know, if there was a holdup in it, and they said that uh, my uh, cl claim uh, payments had been held up, and they sent me a uh, a form letter saying that they had been uh, held up because I did not mention I had any earnings for that last week. Well, I was in on half a day on that Monday, but I did let them know that uh, I had those. And they were going to update everything and, you know, take care of it. And uh, I made multiple phone calls in there, and they said it was being reviewed. And I finally got talked to a supervisor on uh, the uh, 10th or on the 9th of March, a Mr. Lolly. And okay. uh, supposedly he sat down and got everything sorted out. And the next day on the 10th, of uh, March, I got the payments that were owed up to that point. And I'm figuring, great, everything's uh, taken care of. And then a couple of weeks went by and no more payments, but I kept on getting these identical, uh, you know, form letters, you know, talking about, uh, you know, the uh, the payment of uh, that I've received for that last day. And I called in several times and uh, uh where are we at here so you called in several times and on three nine 
uh, I called, or excuse me, on uh, 517. I'm sorry. No, it's okay, Christopher. Uh, I, mean, the, I called in. The, the, the point I, the point is the point is this you've called in a few times and you feel like you you haven't gotten a response right well they keep telling me it's being looked at and all of that and, and, the, and when did you let me ask me a question a payment, if, if, so, yes, so, so when did you first file in uh, December. This was on December the the seventeenth uh, yeah Daryl what could be holding this thing up well one uh, the the thing that's a little confusing one did you Christopher, did you work only in New Jersey? Not last year, no. I worked in New Jersey from uh, September until uh, December. And then you worked in Delaware prior to that? Yes, sir. Okay. So, Rick and, and Christopher, one, one of the things, one, it looked like Shannon was able to resolve the first week, you know, wages reporting issue, but it, it appears the system is still generating that letter. And so it could be that the whole was, you know, anyway, it was released, but maybe it came back on. So, Christopher, if you'll shoot Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L, let us just take a look at it and see if, you know, I hate to say it, but it's caught in some sort of loop, right? Um and that the whole keeps getting uh, uh, sort of placed back on the on the claim, but we'll have somebody look at it and, and reach out to you and see if we can't get this resolved. Yeah, it's a good idea. Well, I do appreciate your help, sir. Yeah, and here's what I, I here's what I want you to do in the subject line. I want you to write this claim caught in loop question mark, and that way Daryl and the team will know exactly which case they're looking at when I give it to them. Claim caught okay. in loop question mark. All right. I will do that. All right, sir. Thank you very much, Rick. All right. Good luck to you. Uh, Daryl, we have a couple other people here, but I want to get to okay. your, your breaking news because uh, the, you have a backlog going back to March, which is what? March 1, March 10, uh, right when? Yeah, it, it just the beginning of just the beginning of March. So uh, really the beginning of March, like March 1, March 2. Uh, and Rick, the reason for that is we've, because of the fraud that has been potentially identified. And what I want to clarify for people is that Again, the the level of fraudulent activity that's occurring or attempted to to uh, occur in the UI program is, has increased, and in addition to people attempting to file fraudulent claims, which we're uh, in many cases identifying, we also have people we found that are trying to replicate our web, our Facebook pages, and some of our social media accounts. Oh, and and they're also sending out these SMS messages with the tiny URL, you know, et cetera, et cetera, requesting, you know, information from individuals. And so what we're, what we're want to talk to people about very quickly is one is, you know, if you, if you want information about the UI program, you call our number 302-761-8446. If you want to look at our website, you know, the dol.delaware.gov is the Department of Labor website. And people know what our, our you know, ui.delawareworks.com is the, is the website for submitting claims. But, you know, we don't use Facebook Messenger for communicating with claimants. We don't use Twitter for, you know, uh, direct messaging. We don't use Telegram and WhatsApp, right? They, they could get an email from us that, that says delaware.servicenow.com, which is ServiceNow is our CRM, sort of our customer response management system. But people need to be very cautious about clicking on these links. And what we've seen, Rick, is some people on social media saying, hey, this is fraud, and other people saying, no, 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 it's, it's legit. We're not, going to, we're not going to ask you to submit personal information via some anonymous um, URL, right? We're not doing that. 
and we're not going to we're not going to take you from Facebook into a direct message and have a private conversation with you on Facebook. We're not doing it. So we communicate via email. We have our chat client via our website uh, and our phone number, but we we just see the activity level cranking up. And we talked about this last week as well, Rick, about you know people asking questions and people clicking on the link and sharing information that that might be used to um, you know to perpetrate a fraud in the UI program or other other cases. But we just want people to be aware that um, we, as a result of the social media issues, we suspended comments on our Facebook because we found that fraudulent actors were soliciting and engaging people in a in a what we believe to be a fraudulent manner. It's, so, uh, yeah, that's that's interesting because I had an email from a listener, Gene, saying an issue that's come up for himself and others uh, that are leaving comments on the Department of Labor Facebook page is where do you record your job search results when submitting your weekly benefit claim on PUA? And what you're saying is now is uh, you no longer can leave comments on the DOL Facebook page. Is that it, right? It, it, and that's and that's because we're doing some things to try and because we found people had attempted to clone our Facebook page. Right. And again, um, so it's Rick, the the attempts at fraud and, and to try and you know, create fraud you know, or perpetrate fraud against uh, individuals is significant. So we took that extraordinary step to remove the comments. We intend to bring them back, but we want people to understand that, you know, if they're getting DMs on, on Facebook to say, hey, I can help you with your UI claim, that's not us. Okay, good to know. Right. Now, okay. let me get to this uh, question from Gene, and we'll get to the calls as well. Uh, yeah. Where do you record your job search results when submitting the weekly benefit claim on PUA? I mean, on the okay. Facebook page, it asks the question, have you been seeking work or something that effect? When you answer yes, it does not provide a place to put the details of your search. Right. So... So this week, that was a comment that I think I answered for, for Kevin. So on this week, the only thing that they were asked is, did you look for work, yes or no? Starting Sunday, there'll be additional fields where they'll be able to record that information. But the other thing that the handbook also advises and we direct people to do, they should keep a record of their work search history. And that way, if they get audited by us, Right. For this process, they can pull it up and say, yeah, here's who I looked for last week and here's the job I applied for the following week and and the like. So one, the system, the PUA system will be updated uh, later this week. So on Sunday, when they go in, they'll be asked some additional questions. But individually, everybody should be uh, sort of create a work search log. OK. You know? And OK. Daryl, do I still need to load my resume if I'm going back to the job? If you've got a re so here's the short answer, if you if. If you're in process of going back to work, uh, it's not really a short answer. Um, so, Rick, if if they have a job and they're going back, I would say no, they don't have to. But if they are, if they're submitting a certification this week and they're not back to work this week, then they they do need to be registered and they need they do need to upload their their resume. So, if they're intending to go back, right in the near future, I would say register at DGL upload your resume or create a resume and that way the system knows that you're registered and, and any final weeks you're collecting aren't aren't affected. Okay, I'm hoping we can get to uh the number we got a number of callers here. Uh, let's get to Rita. Rita say hi to Daryl. Hi Daryl. Hey Rita. I'm calling uh on behalf of our employer. We have received in the last few weeks, probably a couple of weeks, four fraudulent separation notices for employees. And I, 
I tried to call to address it, but the whole time was really long. So I went on to your website and I submitted them to the BPC fraud unit email. Right. And noted on them that, you know, these claims are not valid, that these people are still currently employed. One is actually retired and has been for a number of years. My question is, is there anything else that I need to do? Um, would there be any reason why so many people from, we're a small company, why so right. many of us would be targeted? So, Rita, we're trying to understand where, uh, so we're hearing the same thing from other employers, large and small. And so it's it's unfortunate Um we don't know the source of where people are identifying, you know, individual social security numbers and attempting to commit fraud. And in some cases, you may get notices from employees or from people who said they work for you that never did either. That's another scenario that we're seeing from employers that they're saying, hey, Joe, I don't know who Joe is, right? I mean, Joe fought a claim and said I was the last employer. So I appreciate, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to return that to the BPC underscore fraud underscore unit. Uh, Delaware.gov email. Uh, we've got a team that are actively reviewing those emails and putting claims on hold first, and then we'll we'll begin to investigate, you know, sort of the source of those. Okay, I think there was some concern from employees that, you know, benefits would start to be paid and they would get a 1099 for them, and I I wondered if the okay. backlog for addressing the fraud claims was the same as legitimate claims. Uh, I would say that the, the uh, there's a significant backlog for both. Um, so one part part of the product, part of the process of reviewing fraud. If we were to make a payment to and one of those employees, one we would ask them to to notify us and return the payment. And part of our process is to review to make sure one you as the employer aren't charged for the claim, and that uh, if we were to make a payment, that those charges are backed out so that the employee doesn't get a 1099. And uh, anyway, any UI benefits reported to the IRS. So all those are part of our process of dealing with you know this issue. And with that, Rita, I need to move on to our last caller. Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Daryl. Take care. Thanks, Rita. All right, uh, and uh, Lisa is our last caller today. Hi, Lisa. You're on with Daryl. Hi. How are you? I maybe my question is getting answered, but I'm not sure. I've been um I filed in May, or I'm in the union. And they shut down our cure completely. We are no longer, we're not going back. The store is empty. So this was May 1st is when it finally, that was the legit date that, that they closed everything down. Um, I filed a claim on May 2nd. And I was giving it time because I realized that everybody, you know, the oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to jump in here for a hey, uh, Lisa. Forgive me. I'm going to jump in here for a matter of time. Uh, give it a few, give it a couple, three weeks or more because the backlog goes to March. And I'm terribly sorry uh, that we have to wrap up this way today, but it's going to take a while. If you have any other problems, email me, Rick, at WDEL.com, Rick at WDEL.com, and I'll get it off to Daryl. Daryl, thank you so much for your time, sir. Really appreciate it. Any quick, quick last word? No, just uh, think before you click, guys. Uh, thank you very much, Rick, for your time today. Okay, no problem. Uh, for everybody else on the phone, hang on. Let me get to you off the air and make sure we get you in touch with Daryl.
This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show on 1150 AM and 1017 FM WDEL.